Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing, and for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening, am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. It's November 29th. You're listening to the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host and former CIA officer, Brian Dean Wright. Your morning intel starts now. A good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. I've got one special brief for you this morning that is shaping America and the world. There's a growing fight between two tech giants this morning, Twitter and Apple, and it's largely focused on free speech. Although the White House weighed in yesterday and what they said suggests that this might just be about politics. So we'll discuss all of that, plus why you should really care about this issue. Later, we close out the podcast with some listener feedback. Do you remember Jason from Central Ohio when he wrote in? He homeschools his kids, and I gave him some homework. Well, I've got their responses, and it's pretty darn cool. But before we get to that, we got to get started with this. Two of America's tech giants are at each other's throats this morning. In one corner is Twitter and its owner, Elon Musk, who says that he wants to turn his social media platform into a public square of free speech. But in the other corner is Apple, who's threatening to ban Twitter from its products like the iPhone. Apple is alleging that Twitter and Elon Musk are allowing hate speech and disinformation to spread on his social media platform. And then we have Joe Biden and the White House. They're weighing in this morning, too, saying that they share Apple's concerns about hate speech and disinformation. The White House saying, quote, we are certainly keeping an eye on this on Twitter, end quote. So this morning, we're going to dive into those accusations and figure out who's right and who's wrong. And what is this really about? And I promise you, even if you're not on Twitter or if you don't even know what a tweet is, well, my friends, I promise that by the end of this podcast, you will care about this issue. Money back guaranteed. Okay, maybe not that part, but still, it's important. And let's get to it. First, let's start with Twitter. As some listeners probably know, it's a social media platform where you can post, well, pretty much whatever you'd like. You want to say something smart or something dumb, or maybe just share the news or an opinion about it. And actually, a lot of people in America use Twitter for just that purpose, the news. According to a Pew Research Center survey from last year, 13% of us get our news from Twitter. Compare that to all of the newspapers in America combined. That's only 7%. In other words, Twitter is a very important space to share or learn about news. Except... In the past, Twitter and its employees were pretty biased about what news gets shared or is allowed to be discussed. 
refresh our memories on that. Back in 2018, the CEO of Twitter at the time, a man named Jack Dorsey, said in an interview that Twitter, like most tech companies in Silicon Valley, has more left-leaning employees than right-leaning. In fact, he said, his conservative employees, quote, don't feel safe to express their opinions within the company, end quote. And you know what? The data show he was right. According to Open Secrets, which is a research group that tracks political donations, 98% of political giving from Twitter employees to federal candidates, well, all of that money went to the Democrat Party. And that culture of Democrat or leftist bias at Twitter then led to news or accounts being banned when it would ever hurt Democrat politicians or causes. Now, the most famous example was when Twitter banned the 2020 bombshell story that a laptop owned by Hunter Biden had been found in a repair shop. And that on that laptop was evidence that Hunter and Joe Biden were engaged in lots of foreign business deals, with Joe apparently getting a 10 to 50% cut of those deals to include with China and Ukraine. And the consequence of Twitter banning that particular story, well, it likely changed the course of American history. According to a poll from the Media Research Center, about 16% of Joe Biden's voters would not have voted for him had they known about that laptop and its allegations. Well, then along came Elon Musk. He's the CEO of SpaceX and Tesla. Last spring, he started complaining that Twitter was a leftist propaganda machine, his allegation. So he threatened to buy it and make it more neutral. And then he did. He bought it for around $44 billion. And he promptly started to fire most of those liberal Twitter employees. But not just because of their bias. Mostly because the company was losing $4 million bucks a day. Meanwhile, as he was cutting staff, he also made it very clear that he would be fixing what he called the leftist political bias. He said that he would turn Twitter back into a public town square, not for liberals or conservatives, but for everybody. And yes, that might mean even allowing for some offensive or impolite speech. That is free speech, after all. And that's what he's been doing over the past couple of weeks. Tens of thousands of accounts previously banned by Twitter's leftist employees are now back online, to include the account of former President Donald Trump. Plus, Musk has said that he will make public what he's calling the Twitter files, which is the history of the suppression of free speech on Twitter by all those former leftist employees. He said yesterday that, quote, the public deserves to know what really happened, end quote. Finally, Elon Musk also started using the platform to make pretty clear his own political beliefs. So while he is an independent, he says, he's encouraged voters to vote for Republicans, especially in this last midterm election, because, as he says, Democrats have become too radical. He's also said that he plans to vote for Florida's Republican governor, Ron DeSantis, should he run for the presidency in 2024. Well, if you put all of that together, you know, 13 percent of the nation's news controlled by Twitter, a platform run by and supportive of Democrats until A new guy buys the company, and he actually likes free speech and conservative politicians, and he promises to show the world all the liberal misdeeds by his former staff. Well, you probably won't be surprised by the reaction amongst Democrats. Socialist Congresswoman Elon Omar, for example, said she's going to quit Twitter. 
Other Democrats, to include seven senators, actually wrote a letter to the Federal Trade Commission accusing Elon Musk of, quote, serious, willful disregard for the safety and security of Twitter's users, end quote. But wait a minute. What does that mean? Safety and security of Twitter's users. Ah, that takes us to this. As Elon Musk restores banned accounts or he starts allowing free speech, some of that is going to be impolite or uncomfortable. That's a fairly common attribute of free speech, actually. But some of those banned accounts or free speech is also seeing stuff that Democrats just don't like, such as questioning COVID policies, uh, transgender rights, or that Joe Biden and his family are quite corrupt. And Musk's allowance for all of that led to the tech company Apple informing him over the past couple of days that Twitter will likely be removed from their app store. That means the Twitter will be removed from its products like the iPhone, which over half of Americans use. And to be clear, that would be a really big deal for Twitter to lose all of that access. And that's because 90% of Twitter's revenue comes from advertising. So losing access to half of America's smartphones would be financially devastating. Well, Mr. Musk, for his part, has replied to Apple and the Democrats saying that their allegations just aren't true. He tweeted out some internal charts showing that hate speech is down, actually. Plus, he said free speech means that we have to allow you know, dumb and wrong stuff to be said. That's a First Amendment right. But what Elon Musk could have also shared was that just like his old Twitter company, Apple itself, yeah, they're a partisan company, too one that strongly favors the Democrat Party. And here's how we know that's true. Analysis going back to 2016 shows that Apple employees donate well over 90% of their political giving to Democrat organizations and politicians. That's according to a number of studies done over many years by the Wall Street Journal, the transparency group Open Secrets, and a research firm called GovPredict. And if there were any doubt about this likely being an increasingly partisan fight, now, the White House chimed in yesterday to echo the alleged concerns by Apple and these Democrat senators. Joe Biden's spokeswoman, Corinne Jean-Pierre, said, quote, When it comes to social media platforms, it is their responsibility to make sure that when it comes to misinformation, when it comes to the hate that we're all seeing now, well, that they take action. Again, we at the White House are all keeping a very close eye on this with Twitter, end quote. To be clear, <laughs> Nobody at the White House or Apple has offered up any proof that hate speech or disinformation is being increasingly spread or even how to define either of those things. But that doesn't matter, does it? Not when you have the power to control products, as Apple does, or when you have the power of the government, as Joe Biden does. Now, when you've got those things, you can do or say whatever you'd like. So there you have it, my friends. That is the background and the context to this big fight between Twitter, Apple, and now the White House and their Democrat Party. With that, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to pivot from facts and data to analysis and opinion. And I'm going to talk to you as a former CIA officer, a guy who has seen this kind of fight before abroad. And what it comes down to is this. Whoever controls the information controls the people. And whoever controls the people, they control the country. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what this is all about. We'll be right back. Mike Baker here. 
I want to take just a minute to talk about something of real importance to you and your family's financial well-being, and that's life insurance. Look, I know it's not everyone's favorite topic, and, and a lot of folks avoid talking about it or they put it off thinking it's too costly or too complicated or you'll get to it some other day. And it's true. Finding the right policy on your own can be time-consuming and complex. But I'm here to tell you, life insurance is an important safety net for your family. And that's why I'm happy to tell you about Policy Genius. Policy Genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace. It saves you time and money so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, for me, having an appropriate life insurance policy. Well, it means less stress, less worry. I know that my amazing wife and our kids will be properly taken care of and provided for should something happen to me. Now, back when I was in the market for life insurance, and that was a while back, I did my searching the old-fashioned way. Lots of telephone calls, paperwork, faxes, maybe even a beeper. I would have loved to have Policy Genius to streamline the whole process. Policy Genius helps you compare all your options from top companies and provides a team of unbiased, licensed experts to walk you through the decision-making. You can compare quotes with just a few clicks, find just the right policy, and Bob's your uncle. And they've got thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs. Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's PolicyGenius.com. It's another morning, and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late. You're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield, the most trusted vehicle protection company. For almost 20 years, CarShield has saved millions of drivers from repair nightmares with low monthly plans that cover up to 5,000 major parts and systems, like pricey transmission and engine repairs, and check engine light mysteries. Visit CarShield today at carshield.com carlson. Plans include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash carlson and save 20% today. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking this morning about the big fight between Twitter, Apple, and as of yesterday, Joe Biden and the U.S. government. To summarize the brief so far, Twitter used to be operated by a staff mostly made up of Democrats or leftists. Data on their political giving shows that that is true. Plus, we know that they buried stories that could be harmful to Democrats to include the Hunter Biden laptop scandal back in 2020. But after Elon Musk bought Twitter just a few weeks ago, he fired most of those partisan employees and said that he's going to make Twitter neutral a public square for debate and free speech, and it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or a Republican. He's also promised to publicize proof of how bad the bias was when those Democrat partisans were running Twitter, since he now controls the company and its servers. And he's got the evidence, he says. All right, what's really going on here? What is this all about, and why should we care? 
Well, as I shared with you before the break, Twitter controls around 13% of the news that Americans see. That's a lot of eyeballs, and that's a lot of power. Because what I can tell you from my work abroad as a CIA officer, there's one thing that I saw over and over again. Whoever controls the information, they control the people. And whoever controls the people, they control the country. And of course, the power and the money that comes along with it. Up until Elon Musk bought Twitter, that company was controlled by one party, the Democrats and their followers. But now, Elon Musk just messed it all up. And from a Democrat's perspective, he took away their ability to control information and to control the people. He took away part of their ability then to control the nation. And I suppose we wouldn't be surprised to learn that they're spitting mad. Now, if I were a CIA officer looking at this objectively, as though America was some failed nation state or a banana republic, well, honestly, I would shrug my shoulders and say, yeah, this this happens all the time. It's a fight to control information and people in the country. In other words, it's not really about Democrats or Republicans or whose policies might even be better or worse. It's about the human drive for power and money. And when we get a taste of those things, no matter your party, generally speaking, we want more of it. And that's what's happened here with Twitter and Democrats. Elon Musk took away part of their propaganda machine and along with it, part of their power and money. Their outrage then is pretty predictable. That's what, frankly, I would say if I were observing this as a CIA officer abroad, telling my headquarters what was really going on. But here's the deal, my friends. I can't look at this story objectively like a CIA officer abroad looking at some sort of failed state. I can't look at America as a banana republic. America is my home. It's our home. And it's the only one that we've got. And that's why this story is so important. No matter if you have a Twitter account or even if you know what a tweet is, this story shows that our great republic is in trouble. Free speech is under attack by politicians and companies who want to control the information so that they can control you, so that they can have increasing power and money to control the nation. That's what's at stake here. Their argument, by the way, that this is really about disinformation or hate speech, it's just patently absurd. It's a distraction. I have seen this same silly language used by tyrannical people and governments abroad. It is a ruse designed to give moral weight to their unjust cause. And that takes me to the comments offered yesterday by the White House. The spokeswoman said, we are all keeping an eye on this, a close eye on this. Yeah, I I bet they are. They lost part of their propaganda machine. And now, by removing Twitter from iPhones or launching government investigations, they will have their revenge. That's not the stuff of a republic, folks. That's the stuff of a despotic regime. So that means that you and I, as reasonable people, regardless of our party, have to keep a very close eye on this as well. Because this is not about Twitter, not anymore. It's about the very future of our country, one that still honors the Constitution and our freedoms. And I'll tell you, if we don't keep a very close eye on this, if we allow our government to censor speech because it lessens their power and control, then we will lose what we cherish. We will lose America. That's how I view this. And that's why I will keep watching this story 
like a hawk. With that, ladies and gentlemen, let's take our final break of the morning. And when we come back, some emails from some special listeners in central Ohio. We'll be right back. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey, Mike Baker here. Let me take less than a minute to talk about one of my favorite subjects, cigars. Now, there's something about great cigars, right? They require you to slow down a bit. They promote conversation and camaraderie. And when you're talking great cigars, of course, well, you're talking Foundation Cigar. It's where tradition meets innovation and where craftsmanship reigns supreme. I hope by now, after listening to me bang on about Foundation Cigar, that you've wandered down to your local cigar shop to give them a try. I'm a big fan of Foundation Cigar, that is clearly obvious, including their latest offering, the Wise Man Corojo and Madura. Inspired by Nicaraguan heritage and handcrafted in collaboration with my father's cigars, these cigars are the pinnacle of rich flavor and bold character. They really are the perfect gift for cigar lovers in your life. Maybe it's your pop, maybe it's your brothers, your friends, and of course, don't forget yourself. Go get a few, have them on deck for your next gathering, perhaps on the golf course or it's poker night, wherever you and your pals are getting together. Be a hero, bring out the Foundation cigars. Ignite your senses and indulge in the artistry of these premium cigars from Foundation Cigar. You can check out their website, foundationcigar.com, or you can purchase them at a local cigar shop near you. Welcome back to the PDB, folks. I've got one more thing before I let you go. A couple weeks back, I told you all about some special listeners in central Ohio. There was a dad named Jason who told me that he homeschools his kids and that they use the PDB to help shape their social studies and history lessons. And so I asked his kids or those students, uh, David, Savannah and Autumn, to do some homework for me. Tell me what they like about the podcast, what they'd like to learn more about and why they like homeschooling or home education, as some folks call it. Well, I got some responses back, and I would like to share those with you. So David said that he really liked my series on dirty green energy, which was my focus on the hidden costs of the solar, wind, and battery industries. And as for things that he wants me to talk more about, he wants to know more about nuclear energy, the pros and the cons of it. He said, quote, we don't need energy perfection right now. We need something that works. Well said, David. Well said. I also got a note from Savannah. She too liked the series on Dirty Green Energy, but her interest was something a little bit different in terms of things that she wants me to cover. She wants to know more about whether the sanctions against Russia will really work to help end the war, or instead if it's all just talk. 
And uh, I got to tell you, when I read that, Savannah, you are already smarter than about 90% of the people in Congress. So run for office. You got my vote. By the way, Savannah also said that her favorite part of homeschooling is that she gets to read cool books between classes, which makes me feel kind of like a ding dong. Because as you might remember, I said that for me, the coolest part of homeschooling would be uh, the ability to take a nap between classes in my own bed. So uh, <clears throat> there is your reason for why I was not voted the most likely to succeed in high school. Finally, we have Autumn. Uh-oh, Autumn, I checked my emails and I can't find a response from you. Where's your homework? Okay, I'm just teasing. Maybe you sent it in and I just can't find it. Send me a note if you'd like. Work with your dad to do that. But I will tell you, I am a touch behind on emails, so forgive me if I'm a little bit delayed in responding. Lastly, Dad, Jason, your kids and what you're doing give me hope. I thank you for your commitment and your leadership, not just for your family, but for this country. We are going to need folks like David and Savannah and Autumn to keep this place running. So earnestly, I say to you, friend, thank you for all that you do. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes your morning brief. As always, we close out the show reminding each other of why we are here, talking about our country and our world. It's the creed of every good spy and every smart American. It's from John chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Good day. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's gonna get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith.